0: What's going on, Full Court Press? is in the building. It is me, Pierre. I have the gang. Matt has returned. Riley is here. Fellas, how y'all doing today?
1: Dude, doing oh, pretty fair. good out here.
0: This is the first time we've been together in a while, all three of us. Yeah, in
1: like at least a I month. Think this
0: is the first time in the new
2: year. Yeah, really? I
1: think, yeah, definitely in the new year, for sure. Yeah, luckily, yeah. we have a lot of clutch guests, people that come in and back us up, thank goodness, in the under definitely. the uh, SAW family, but yeah, it's we good to have the gang together.
2: Man, all here I'm, I'm doing you. good out here. Um, I'm very excited because today the Phoenix Suns tickets go on sale for live games.
1: Oh, no. Oh, wow. How many are they doing? Do you know, like per? Um, like per I don't game? know. I'm
2: buying two different games today. So I'm, good buying, call well, I'm going for. So uh, the 16th is the Nets at the Suns. Nice. So I'm trying to pick up tickets for that. And then the 22nd, uh, a buddy of mine's coming out here. And we're going to the Trailblazers at Suns.
1: Nice. That'll be good. That'll be oh, always be good. Because at least with the Blazers, too, they're a great team to watch for fun. Like, it's obviously up in the P&W or whatever. Like, that's, if you want to watch a live NBA game, that's the closest thing. And every time I go, every time I do do that, it, I never regret it. Because the, the Blazers, whoever they're playing, they always, you know, it's Dame, it's McCollum. They always put on a good show, at least. So it's always that's a, yeah, that's a great that one, team to
2: watch. That one, we're going to get pretty good seats. Uh, the Nets. I'm just trying to get tickets for because that would be just <laughs> yeah for
1: sure.
0: Matt said I'm just trying to be in the building.
2: Yeah, for yeah, real, I mean, yeah, dude. They're only letting like 1,500 people in.
1: But say so, yeah, they can't let a ton in. So yeah, and that's what's crazy. Those tickets now are going to be at a premium for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah don't tell my, my wife that
1: part. Answer. Yeah, don't tell her that part. No, no, it's yeah, fine. That's they're that's actually, actually they're actually uh, half price because no one can get in. So <laughs> the, the the NBA is being nice. They say they don't care about revenue whatsoever.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> that's really dope though man it's good to see the NBA getting back to some normalcy so we open up today it looks like we're gonna have an all-star game fellas I don't know if it's gonna be just an all-star game or the whole weekend with all the festivities you know the three point contest the dunk contest the skills challenge but we do know we're getting the all-star game it'll be March 7th and it's going to be in Atlanta. I want to say, was that State Farm Arena? Yeah. How y'all feel about this? Dude, I, I'm like on the dude, fence. This I'm is, like,
1: here's know. here's the thing. I think it's a horrible idea. Like I, yeah. Atlanta is a city. I'm pretty sure they've been open for a little bit. They're not a lockdown at all. I don't. Think, I don't believe But it's like the idea. I mean, it's crazy because De'Aaron Fox, I think two nights ago, said something about it where he was like, "Hey, I don't. I think it's not a good call." And people were like, okay, well, there's one. And then last night LeBron said that he thought it was a bad call. Like he, he thought it was a horrible idea. That's Especially, I mean, it's one thing for him to say that because obviously uh, you know, the Lakers just are coming off. What was it? Like a 71 days they had or something like that yeah. in between. Yeah. Um, the finals to the beginning of the season. It's like that's you're already giving these guys no time. That was a time for, for a guy like LeBron, pers- for him personally, an AD, you know, two key points of the Lakers. They need rest. So the idea that you're going to ask these guys to go, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, leave the safety of their families and everything they have going on to go play a game that is genuinely meaningless in this time is wild.
0: Yeah, Matt, how you feeling, man? Yeah, I
2: just I don't think we need it. Um, I think I'm just happy that we have the NBA to watch. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I, I don't think there's a big reason to push it. Especially if you have some of the top all stars in the league saying, like LeBron saying, nah, I don't think this is it. Um, I mean, people are tired, right? They want that break of uh, yeah. teams that made the playoffs. So just give them, have that all star break, but just give them, just give them the break, give them uh, some time.
1: Yeah it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, I understand the revenue that they're trying to get out. I know they're trying to make money any way they can. They're, I know the NBA is bleeding money a little bit. I understand, but they'll be fine. I mean, like you said, Matt. As NBA fans, LMA fans are just happy the NBA is being played. Like we're not that selfish where we need an All Star game. People, I mean, most most real NBA fans for years now have said, ah, the All Star game is whatever. You know, like if if it's good, we're surprised. You know, so don't contest all those things. So and also too, these players are going to opt out. I feel like we're going to start hearing about oh, Lebron's got a sore, you know, sore calf, and ad has got a sore rib or something. You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. going to be a yeah, it's going to be an issue. Because <laughs> I mean, these guys. I mean, it's like, how, how much of it is going to be an All Star game if the majority of these guys bail? If they, you know what I mean? If the, if the majority of these guys don't do it um, and walk away and opt out, so I don't know what exactly the plan's going to be. I mean, is it going to look the same? Is it going to be worth it if you if you are getting guys who are de- good players but not the all not the real All Stars out there? Because like I said, unless these guys are single and you know these younger guys, they might do it, but these older vets, these established vets, are not going to do it. So yeah, it's it's a it's a risky maneuver, especially team all these teams. You're getting all these guys centralized in Atlanta and then sending them out to their cities, and we're supposed to be preventing COVID, like when when games are being postponed left and right as is. I think that's a it's a monstrously bad idea, uh, and yeah. it's even weirder that the Players Association is like working with them to make it happen. I feel like that's one of those things too, where it's like where is the Players Association just saying no? Um, yeah, unless you're going to give these guys crazy bonuses, you know what I mean? Like, but even then, the money's the issue. So if you're yeah. going to ask, you know, if you're going to give these guys, hey, here's, you know, an extra, you know, million dollars to show up. That's money the NBA doesn't necessarily have to throw around right now. So, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a horrible call.
0: It's extremely horrible, man. I mean, like you just said, safety. Like, where is the safety? Yeah, at? what are
1: we doing, man? Like, then he,
0: you look at you look at those guys with sorry about that. You look at the guys with the with injuries, you know, who want to yeah. rest. Like, like you said, like a LeBron, like an AD, like a Giannis. Kevin Durant, for example, coming back on off from Achilles injury, he he gets voted in, you know. Like, <laughs> where's the rest? So, I just feel like do something for the All Stars, you know. Still get them voted in. Yeah, so issue, you could
1: something. do the All Star, like like you know, like being voted an All Star is still an honor for sure. Like that that goes on your permanent record of, of an NBA player. Like that's rad, yeah. that's the great. Brand but brand like the idea we're just gonna keep we're gonna force this is just wild.
2: It's or you can i mean hard. you can still do the voting without the game you can exactly. say for the all stars um for the season we're not going to have a game but you can still add all star to your resume yeah. you do that much you
0: don't have yeah, to yeah 100% have it. crazy crazy well, we just got to see what happens cuz i don't i don't know like i think as more players start speaking out like lebron oh they like oh snap lebron is against this that's a big one man
1: that's one of the that's the ambassador of the nba pretty much saying no i
0: don't (laughs) i don't think they would
2: stop it i don't think they would stop it until players like lebron says even if i'm voted i'm not gonna play in it
1: now that's that's the thing is there's certain guys like him where they're in like lebron's in there's certain guys you know are in there like even off the even off the initial votes that have been tossed out there like certain guys are millions ahead of others so it's like if you're lebron he, he might it's the only detraction from what he's saying is that he is uh, an extreme case as far as like his, his gripe is extremely specific because he is on the NBA champion Lakers. He's, you know, what? 35, 36. Now is it 35, 36,
0: 36,
1: 36 years old and eight, you're 18 or whatever, putting up MVP numbers. And he's, you know, on, on 71 days rest and all this stuff. Like he, he needs a rest more than literally anybody in the league. So it's like, Maybe that maybe people can, you can take it with a grain of salt for that reason, but he speaks for everyone as far as that goes. But it's like for him specifically, it's like he really needs it. So I don't, I, I, yeah, I'm glad he said something because if, if other guys say something, then maybe we'll see a change in that, you know, but we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah. So we know the NBA break is scheduled for March. I know like games are March 3rd, March 4th, but the break is supposed to be March 5th through the 10th. So of course, we'll have our eyes glued to. Social media and TV to figure this out because we here at Full Court Press don't think it's a good
1: idea. Well, you know, also, too, the players know. were told there wasn't that was going to be their break. They were told the 5th and exactly. the 10th of March was going to be, they were told there was going to be no All Star game. So, also, it's a surprise. Like, they were, I mean, some of these guys probably already have vacations planned or whatever, you know what I mean? Or they already have family time planned out or whatever. So, yeah, it's just, a, yeah, the NBA is just, just overreaching a little bit, you know? Definitely. Not a little too cool
0: Fellas, thing. now. I know we all saw the Nets in the Clipper game that took that took place earlier in this week. And Kevin Durant is back. Like, there's no question in that. But Kyrie Irving had arguably his best game since he's returned. I think he had, what, 39 in this game? And it looks like James Harden is starting to find his way with the Nets. He saying, and I'm shocked to hear him say, it's not all about scoring. <laughs> he's trying to, you know, when it's when KD and Kyrie, he says Kai now. He doesn't say Kyrie, he says Kai. I'm like, oh,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> they're best friends. They're best friends.
2: They're on the nickname, nickname basis.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And I'm just like, okay. But watching that game, offensively, we like we said, it's gonna be hard to stop. But it's also gonna be hard to stop other teams defensively, and we've seen that the Clippers could have won this game on so many occasions. Despite, you know, what they felt about the revs or the off nights by certain players. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George showed up, but, you know, defense for the Nets is going to be hard to come about. I mean, they did sign Iman Shumpert, but I'm just not sure that's enough.
1: That is great. I will say I love seeing Iman Shumpert back in the NBA, especially with Brooklyn. That's a, yeah, that's a dude who who should have been in the league for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't like. It's one of those things where, first of all, like as far as the offensive game goes and stuff, like that's fantastic. Like, what's upsetting is hearing Harden like now he's all of a sudden he's a team player. Now all of a sudden, yeah. now all of a sudden he's making his teammates better. Now all of a sudden he's getting these triple doubles again. And he's getting back into the game and oh, I'm having fun now and all these things. It's like, man, you could have done this with that attitude on the Rockets and look at how they're doing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're doing it with wait. less talent around them. They're doing that so. Yeah, the idea that now all of a sudden is oh, now that I'm now that i where I want to be, now all of a sudden I'm – I'm oh, look at how I magically become this facilitator. And that's the thing is that he's done an amazing job. I, I'm, I hate the attitude, but he, the man has stepped up hard. And he is really the point guard. Kyrie's really the two as far as, like, mm-hmm. the scoring, how, how the offensive load goes. Kyrie ball handles for sure, but when it comes to the real distribution, it's been Harden, and he's done an amazing job at it. He's looked great. But, yeah, they can't stop anybody. Kyrie's openly talked about how he can't stop anybody. It's like every night that they like lose a game, like one forty five to one, you know, one forty two or whatever. He's out there saying like, "Oh, I couldn't guard anybody." It's like, how many times can you say that before it's a problem? You know what I mean? Like
0: that Wizards game was terrible.
1: Yeah, man. So just I wasn't trying
0: to talk about it, but this is exactly what the defense is. They were winning this whole game, and I remember Matt putting in the chat, "Free, free bill, free bill," <laughs> and we looked up, and the Nets lost. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was
1: a crazy that, finish. That, that finish. That game
2: surprised the heck out of me, to be honest. Um Yeah, man. That was a that was a wild one. That was a fun game to watch from an offensive standpoint, an atrocious game to watch from a defensive standpoint.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was
0: it was not gonna ask y'all. Would y'all much rather watch a game where it's like 101, 104, like buzzer beater, or would you guys rather watch a game where it's like 125 to 99, or like 145 to like 140. Me, I would prefer the, the nail biter games because it just makes the NBA more exciting. I feel like the high scoring is good for the numbers, but then it's like no defense is being played. Everybody's hitting everything. This person's not, you know, I, that's just me. What about oh, y'all?
2: Yeah, the nail biters with the good defense for sure for me. I love a good defensive stop. Um, I love those games when, with the steal and the fast break. Like, I don't yeah. know I love that style of basketball. When I played most of my life, it, I, I played defense was my main thing. Um, uh-huh. and, and I I loved players like Ron Artest, you know, guys okay. like that. Um,
1: Bruce Bowen, who can just lock it down defensively.
0: See, I was a Ben Wallace guy, so I get
1: it. Yeah, Ben Wallace, that was a good call. Like, for, Yeah, for me, it's like I always want to nail by Here's the thing is that, like, for the NBA and for mo- and for just most casual fans, just people watching, like the high scoring games are great. Especially if it's a close high scoring game, that's yeah. obviously what everybody wants at that point. Because if we can get, because then those same stops happen, you know, when it comes down to, you know, if it's if it's like, like we saw with the Wizards and 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 uh, Nets game of like 140, 140 something, like those games are very intense. It's a lot of fun. It's the only reason they're not fun is because we're thinking of it beyond that game and thinking of hey, when playoffs come around. And you're playing a a team, you know, if you're the Nets, especially and you're playing a team that is much better than this Wizards team, what are you going to do? So we have to analyze as as guys who really look at this stuff, we have to analyze it and go, hey, these guys, this is really fun to watch. This is fun now or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you can't get stops, you're you're not going to win a championship. And that's really the whole thing. So it's like, I agree. I, I enjoy watching good defense being played. Um, on a casual night, if it's just like a regular season game, I love high scoring games. It's great either way. Basketball is great. We love it either way. But it's the fact that these cool. Nets, looking at them as a whole right now, this whole idea of they need to make a move, they need to make a move for a big, they need to do that sooner than later because they need to be able to gel with that big once he gets there. So yeah. if it's Drummond, if it's whoever, like I, I've been saying it from the jump, I don't know why you trade Jared Allen. No oh, yeah, idea because was- he's been playing. He's been playing fine in uh, in Cleveland. Cleveland. And you know, and there's a lot. It it does. It is really wild to me that they traded him to that team, and now chances are they're going to end up maybe with Drummond off that team. Would be yeah. crazy. I don't think they'll be able to get Drummond. There's no way you can make the money work. No, but they're yeah, talking about they're talking about a buyout. They're talking about a buyout. a
0: buyout. they're talking about
1: a buyout for him. And if, and, yeah. and, and, and if you're he's Cleveland, you buy him out, then so be it. But yeah, I don't, I don't I like that for Cleveland done. at all.
2: He's going to buy him out, right? Drummond Drummond's on the last deal deal. Yeah,
0: he'll, he'll be a free, free agent next year. Yeah.
2: I think I think there's a team that can still trade for him. I think there's still value in him as a as a at least a ten and ten kind of guy. Oh, yeah.
1: there's 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 a lot of value for him. That's what's wild. When I heard the talk of any sort of buyout, I'm like, okay, like that's cool. But I mean, I would I would rather try to get something for him instead. I mean, Dallas, he's he's it's not sure. like he's a down It's not like he's a down commodity or he's like had a down year. He's played great.
2: Yeah, a team like it's Dallas package Tim Hardaway Jr. in some type of pick. In oh, for Atlanta. real? Yeah. Something back and see home. that's what
0: Cleveland needs. They need another score to help Sexton. So Hardaway Jr. definitely a catch and shoot. He can defend. De- you know he's a decent defender. You look at a guy like Andre Drummond that'll allow Porzingis to move back to the four because he's not a five. Well, they're
1: playing is- horribly. They can't. They can't rebound. They cannot rebound at all.
0: They can't do anything. In yeah, that they're league. struggling.
1: Yeah. They're, they have a lot of holes. A lot
2: of holes yeah. right. now. Spread it out with
1: Porzingis to just launch
2: threes and and be way more yeah. on and yeah. let Drummond get all those rebounds.
0: So that makes sense. But if I'm Cleveland, I'm not buying him out. Who I am buying out is Kevin Love. I'm that's who I will buy out.
1: Yeah, I, I out Kevin love.
0: Love. No.
1: I think
2: even Love can get traded, right? You don't
0: think yeah. a
1: team you could, yeah, he
0: could. Phoenix, you could. You know, I mean, you know, last resort, I'm buying out Love, not Drummond.
1: Yeah, man, that's a yeah, that's an interesting thing right? for the, for the Nets. Like like we were saying with the Nets, I just don't, I just want to see because like offensively we know they can score on anybody, but it's like like we've been oh, talking so. about those stops at the end of games. If you can't get those, then you won't win a championship. That's it's simple as that. Like that's yeah, I why you them. need guys. Like you look at the Lakers, even though they've been more quiet about their season so far, they look very dangerous. Matt, I know you were watching last night when Schroeder. Did you guys see that play when Schroeder? Tipped the ball in the backcourt or something, or the somebody t- I can't remember if it was him tipping it or something, but he goes in the backcourt and he dives for it like full, like full onto his chest and face, dives for it, tips it, gets up again, and then dives on, dives for it again. Um, it was wild. It was one of those, one of those plays where I'm like, Yeah, one of those hustle plays where you're like, Man, like, what is like, yeah, it, it, it's pretty much. I was talking to uh, JC Cole actually had a tweet where he was talking about how he really liked Schroeder, and I was like, It's like playoff rondo. But all season, and he has an offensive yep. game. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. It's
1: like that intensity. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely the Lakers are uh, are still, I think, the favorites for sure. The Clippers are right yep. there. But like I said, until again, it's like I don't like crowning anyone too early. Like you need to be able to see what the what a team can do this year. And the Lakers look comfortable. They look, if anything, they they're not even playing up to their potential. I mean, Anthony Davis is not even. He's had what is basically an like. You can't call it an off-year by
0: you. any means. I'd say a down-year.
1: Matt, like, like, Matt, what do you think about that? Because it's like his numbers are not as dominant as they should be. You know what I mean? Like he's not playing badly. They're playing great. It's not like he's bad. It's just we – he. I think we expect him to be a top-five player every night at this point. Yeah, I'm frustrated because I got him on my fantasy team too. <laughs> yeah, I have him on one as well. That's also an issue for me. I have Kuzma, so
2: I'm thinking about dropping him. <laughs> one of Anthony Davis's kind of worst statistic seasons so far yeah um, which
1: is weird it's it's weird to see because yeah
2: it seems like he waits until the full like the second half to really turn it on um it seems the first half he's just not been who he usually is like last night 13 points nine rebounds now for a for a regular player that's not a bad that's not bad but when you have an all-star like anthony davis one of the best in the league you don't want 13 and nine out of them. And we did come back and win the game yesterday, but.
1: Yeah, he just, he, it's weird. It's like, I can't tell if it's like an injury is bothering him. But that's the thing is, I feel like if it was a real injury issue, he just wouldn't be playing right now. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if it's really if it's really a problem, they just sit him out for a couple of weeks and let him chill. The idea that he's out there playing, it's like he looks uncomfortable somehow. I don't know what it is, but it's it's something he needs to figure out because in the playoffs, they need him to be AD like he was last year in the playoffs where he was just a monster. And um, this
0: is, And this is what, not to cut you off, but no, this no. is what attributes to what we were saying about the break. That break can help a player mm-hmm. like AD versus him having to prepare for an all-star game, an all-star weekend. Your, your mindset changed. change, so, but he does look hurt. AD looks like he's playing through something. I don't know what it is, but the game he had against Denver, I was like, this isn't AD. Even Jokic, like, Jokic looked gassed out. Oh, there.
1: he had a hard time. And, dude, honestly, the defense of the Lakers, everyone's talking about how the big man the defense is going to struggle. Davis played good defense on him last night, for sure. Plus, uh Gasol and Harrell were just hassling the dude, man. Like, it was it was rough to watch. Usually, Jokic, if anything, he he may look labored in his movement sometimes. He looks really out of shape or whatever. Looks like he's struggling. He's out of breath. But he looks comfortable. He, he never looks like he's, like, knocked off his pivot much, you know? And last night, he just looked discombobulated, man. And it's crazy. The Nuggets are crazy because, I mean, it's it, watching jamal murray just plummet back down to you know like Earth. the normal guy where it's like not a bad season if you're averaging like 18 7 7 in that range like that's a fine nba player but it's like everyone acted like because he went on that run in the bubble that like he was going to come back as this all-star type guy and it's like no he's still not still not quite that so <laughs> the idea that uh, that uh yeah they're struggling with uh he's just not been what i think what they thought he would be coming in has been tough but they're a team is still dangerous for sure. You know, you can't you can't count them out by any means. I mean, Jermichael Green's just getting more comfortable. Porter Jr. still kind of getting back into it after the whole he took like a two week COVID break. Um, yeah. but, I mean, yeah. I, don't mean to, I don't mean to say that like it's like something that he did. You
0: know, uh,
1: yeah, it's like it's like he. I know he. I know he didn't take the protocols very seriously. It's only reason why I say it like that. It's not like you have COVID. I like, should make fun of you about it. <laughs> he, he got COVID, man. What was he thinking? Um, Dude, you need Paul Millsap to play better. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's got to give you something for sure. He's got to give you something. I mean, yeah, there's – like I said, a lot of these teams just look a little off. The The Mavs have been really bad, and so that's a little different. But, like, some of these teams just look off. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Lakers, looks, the Lakers look fine. Outside of AD struggling a little bit here and there, they look very rock solid all the way through. You you need the- Matt. Nuggets
2: need to give Bull Bull some more time, right? Why not? Oh, five yeah. Not? It couldn't it can help. I mean, it couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt. He's, he's getting five minutes a game.
1: Yeah, but like, dude, you gonna tell me you couldn't find like fifteen minutes for that dude? You know, like, like uh, come on, like oh, you can, man. I, think I, we'll that. See I later
0: that. on in the season, but man, I, I propose a question to you. Yeah, with how well the Lakers are playing, do you feel like y'all need to stand pat, or do you do you see a move in the works? Because we know the the trade deadline is March 25th. Don't worry, we're gonna talk about my team because I know the recent report came out about Oladipo. We we will get there. But I'm gonna ask you the same question. I know you're gonna ask me, so I'm gonna get a head start. Do you think <laughs> the Lakers will make a move before the deadline or during the deadline, or do you feel like y'all need to stand pat?
2: Um, I don't know if you can if you can add like a JJ Redick, who who I've seen's name surface around, who's available. Uh, I mean, if you could upgrade, I don't know. Caldwell Pope's been playing decent, not anything. Uh, really, really good. So if you upgrade that shooting guard position with him, um, then you maybe you make that deal. But I think the Lakers are probably going to stay pat and just see what happens in the buyout market and see if they can be a player there.
0: That's the best bet for any contender, Riley, at the buyout market, because you'll start seeing teams like Detroit or well, hell, other than Detroit, Sacramento, maybe.
1: Yeah, um, we're talking about these. Teams, I mean, you talk about like a Derrick Rose or somebody. There, there's guys, yeah, yeah they're definitely going to be guys in the buyout market. I think this year, especially, there's going to be guys out there that can help teams like the Lakers, especially teams that don't really have the, a lot of capital to trade like that. If the Lakers, you don't need to do a lot. Like, like I said, they're, they're the most, we, we've we harped on the depth that they had coming into this season. And I think that's something that has really helped them so far. Like we said, AD has not been AD so far. And they have looked exactly the same as far as their wins, you know, wins and losses and whatnot. So, yeah, I think that they're going to st- they can stand pat pretty much. I don't, if they do anything, they won't do anything wild. Obviously, if they do anything, it's something pretty small. Um, like like you said, Matt, it never hurts to have another shooter. You know, it just doesn't. It never hurts. And I also think that as much Caruso, as Caruso does defensively, he does hurt on offensive bit, especially shooting shooting like that. So if you can get somebody, you know, to to come in, uh, I don't think it would hurt. But yeah, they're they're in a fine spot. I feel like. Yeah, the hard part is taking that that JJ Redick money. I think he's making eleven
2: million. So it's like, how do you how do you get that eleven million? Yeah, uh, I don't know if Pope for Reddick is a good trade. I Think Pope hey, Pope, Pope better
1: than
0: what they probably will get anywhere else.
1: You know, it's funny, but they won't do it because he's clutch. He's clutch yep. sports, so they're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <they're>, it's <laughs> so funny. There's no <laughs> other, there's no other space in the NBA where you can say something like that. Because usually I'd be like – because for me, I'm that guy that goes, oh, anybody can get traded. It doesn't matter. Right. But when it comes to the Lakers and clutch sports, it's like, no, no, no. He's he's, he's part of the mafia, man. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's, he's one of those guys. Because he is the guy that you think could go of anyone. Because he started yeah. out real hot. He's gotten a little cold, um, you know, and it's he's not been that consistent. They don't have Danny Green, you know, anymore as far as that goes. They right. still have – who? Is it Wes Matthews, right?
2: Yeah, they still got Wes
1: Matthews. Um, But,
2: yeah, I mean – it's, J.J. Reddick's making thirteen million, um, so it's going to be that's a hard thirteen million to find somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Redick's the guy, but Redick will go somewhere for sure. They'll trade him to I've heard a lot of I've seen I saw an article talk about how like they're only really looking at like northeast teams for some reason, uh, for some weird reason. But I don't know if that's on his request or something. Because I know he lives in New yeah, York in the offseason.
0: Philly, like, Boston, and Brooklyn. Yeah, he lives know. he lives
1: in New York in the offseason, so I can only assume that's that. why. But. In,
0: in an
2: article, and I mean. If we're looking at it, the Knicks are not far out of playoff contention. If it started today, they're in the ninth, ninth seed, right and behind Atlanta. play in the
0: play-in tournament, they'll be in contention, yep.
2: Um, so maybe you do add in a shooter like J.J. Reddick and say, what if we could squeeze into that eighth spot?
0: I think they can. I mean, uh, Tom Thibodeau has them boys playing pretty good. Julius Randle's playing out of this world. R. I think RJ that's a player that might get Randle. traded,
2: actually. Randle?
0: You oh, Randle might get traded?
2: I think I think Randall might get traded um, to just get some value back. He's a free agent, I believe, this offseason.
1: It's such a it's such a Knicks move to finally get something that seems to be working. And if yeah, they were I mean, to trade him like that, it'd be like, ah, uh, you know, because like right. it's for Randall, because like he signed there for a reason. You know, he wanted to be there. Um, but yeah, I really, yeah, the, the Knicks are interesting. I, it's one of those things where it, it's weird to say to put faith in them at all, you know. But it's they look they look fine. Quickly's been crazy. Um, and it also, it's crazy watching Tibbs trust a rookie point guard the way he started to trust that kid. That kid's getting Man. more consistent minutes as we go, and he's, he's going to start starting more. It's going to be you – and know, he's getting like 30 minutes a game lately, and that's for a Tibbs, for a rookie. That is not something that usually happens. So.
0: But he's showing up. Like, yeah, I, I, mean,
1: I mean, that's the thing they've been lacking for so long is they haven't had a point guard for God knows how long. Uh, man. hey Pierre, I gotta ask you, man. Uh, let's get to it. First, Come of, on. first of all, let's just before we get into so, any sort of trade related things, Christian Wood, uh, what kind of blow is that if he's out for an extended period of time, considering you guys have played so well since the Harden
0: trade? Well, watching the game live, I saw two things that he did wrong. Number one, he's wearing these low top shoes, I don't know why he keeps doing it, but he he has to stop that. Number two, he like it's the same ankle, and he literally the first time he heard it, I think it was off a rebound. This time he's running, and he's I, I, he was out of control. So he once he finds the control, he'll be better. But the blow, um, let's evaluate this. I mean, I know Demarcus Cousins can step in. He did when he when he filled in for Wood. Um, was it two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. He yeah. had two solid games. He had a twenty-eight and seventeen game. Then he had a 19, and I think it was like 13. So the ability is there. The problem with Cousins is he has to stay on the floor. He fouls a lot. Then he complains. So a Boogie can stay on the floor maybe 25, 30 minutes a night. Not back-to-back, but he has been playing the back-to-backs, so I gave him props there. But we're definitely going to miss Wood because we take, we're take we arguably taking 23 and 11 out of our lineup, or 10, 19 and 12. And, you know, the way we've been playing with Wood, Wall and Wood is finding confidence. Oladipo, who we'll talk about momentarily, they're all finding, you know, that chemistry. So I'm hoping it's two weeks at the minimum. I don't, you know, I would fear a month. A month would put us way behind schedule. And then that's when, oh, we're going to panic. We're going to make trades. It's like, no. So, you know, but, you know, ankles are tricky because if you come back too early, you can yeah. be aggravated.
1: Dude, honestly, we were saying before we started that for me it feels a lot like, and it's funny because Wall is now part of both situations. But to see in in Washington where you had two solid guards to go with Thomas Bryant, and then once Thomas Bryant got hurt, things really started spiraling. And then Wall gets traded to Houston, and then he might you know loses Wood, and we don't know how bad Wood's injury is. Obviously, I'm saying like worst case scenario, he's out for you know an extended period of time. Uh, that's again is a blow. That high low blow uh, that does not help uh, does not help a team like Houston who. I mean, Washington was never playing really well, but Houston's been playing really well. And it's so funny, like we were talking about with Harden earlier, to watch Harden, to watch him leave and then say, oh, yeah, it's crazy how well, you know, how much I'm enjoying being a team player. And it's like, well, Houston is enjoying that too, minus you. You know what I mean? They're enjoying being team players as well, <laughs> like just without you. So, I mean, credit to Wall, credit to Oladipo and everyone in Houston who has stepped I mean, all those guys are a bunch of guys who have a lot to prove. Every Man. single dude on that roster has something to prove, whether, whether it's, you know, can I do it without Harden? You know, or, or are we even going to be good without Harden? If it's Wall, it's the injury. If it's Wood, it's everyone not knowing who he is. You know, it's like everyone disrespecting him like that. Oh, Depot's trying to prove that he's still got it. It's it's a lot of guys who, who are who have a chip on their shoulder, and that's a dangerous group to play every night. Um, I think
0: after the Lakers game, after the Lakers kicked our ass, thanks Matt. Like I owe it to the Lakers because we like they helped us find our identity. You know, yeah. after that game. Like, we we look terrible. And I'm just being honest. I'm not holding back. The Lakers were playing like... It was like fighting your big brother. And he got you in a chokehold. And you just like, let me out. And he like, well, get out. And you just can't get out. We couldn't do nothing. Like, nothing. And it was just crazy to see. I'm like, out of my whole Houston Rockets fandom, I've never seen us do this. Like, but now man i am I am appalled I'm like wow it's like wow it's a beautiful brand of basketball not only are we taking and making threes but we're attacking the rim we're playing defense we're playing together and we you know we we had a win streak of six took the thunder lightly they beat us they blew us out and then we blew the Grizzlies out well I won't call it a blowout the game was,
1: but beating close. beating the Grizzlies at all right now is a big deal because they've not run themselves. So,
0: fact, so I just hope we can keep it up with Wood going up because you know typically when there's injuries, teams kind of they kind of like mentally, oh well, one of our best players is out. So, but it's like like you said, it gives guys
1: Excuses yeah, start be, start being made basically for, mm-hmm. for for guys not doing what they need to be doing.
0: So as long as we stay away from the Lakers right now, we'll be good. It's <laughs> hey, so old depot though. What is the what is the Sorry. I, I, hope,
2: I hope we can watch Tate step it up, maybe take it to the next level. Yo, um, yo, he, he, that he's kid a good is, player. My
0: God. My God. he, he when, when we signed him, I didn't know what we were getting. I didn't know everything. I knew his ability to attack the rim, but the way he's playing defense, the way he's penetrating the ball, creating for himself and others, Like the more he works with P.J. Tucker, the more to me he's like, okay, he's He has potential to be a P.J. Tucker with offense, but it's going to take some time. But like you were saying, Matt, I mean, Riley, let's just get to the report. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but honestly, I haven't really heard a lot about this. What's going on with Oladipo? Is there there talk that they're going to trade him?
0: I haven't heard anything out of Houston. I just think it was an ESPN. I don't even want to feel like, I don't feel comfortable saying their name on there, but it was an ESPN exec that I've never heard of that said, Oh, despite the Rockets' recent success, Oladipo just isn't making his shots. He's not uh, performing, and I'm like, "What do you mean he's not performing? He just had 25 and five the other night. He had 19 the night we lost. So I, I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's got to be bogus. Cause, I mean, think about the fact that they, I mean, they had Karis Lavert, and they went out of their way to like they had to have enough confidence in Oladipo to know that that shot was coming. You know what I mean? Like that he was going to be fine either way. Like you don't trade a guy like Karis LeVert who's has proving that he has, you know, who who can score, you know, twenty five to thirty a night for Oladipo, unless you have some trust in Oladipo to get right, even if he's not one hundred percent right now. Like that's, yeah, that that'd be wild to me if they did that. I, I would I would I think mean, that was pretty weird.
2: I don't I like see trading. I don't see them trading. Like there's no point to trade Oladipo. Why?
1: Yeah, yeah. So ho- hopefully we do.
2: These rebuild.
1: rumors, man. These rumors, man. It's so nuts. Like so some of them some of them are, are valid sometimes, but man, sometimes it's like, guys, like we're it's like imagine right now if I, if I had a blue check mark on Twitter, I could say whatever I wanted, you know?
0: <laughs> I mean, I bet you, you doing that, somebody's gonna take what you're saying.
1: Yeah, someone's quote tweeting what I'm saying, going, Oh, look at this, man. This guy said right. It's like who right. who am I though? You know? What do I actually know?
0: I mean i, uh, I mean, I
2: am a fan, though. Of you guys know this, of looking at trade rumors and seeing what you could get. Mm-hmm. And your report kind of said what you can get for him. Oh, they're, saying get, they're saying you could get
1: quite a lot for Victor Oladipo. I mean, yeah, if you can, then great. But I, I just don't know for team chemistry right now. I just don't know how that's going to help anything. I mean, from what I can tell, they like him in there. You know what I mean? Like the the team's playing fine with him. I I don't think even if he's not playing playing great, I don't think that it's. That's detrimental uh, right now. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like the, the Rockets are not trying to win a title this year, really. And if, they, if you can get to the playoffs, you do you do what you're going to do. But I don't think that's the focus this year. So
2: that's why I yeah. thought they
1: should have kept Karis Levert, though,
2: because Oladipo yeah. is going to be a free agent. Um, and you pretty much will, maybe they just don't want to lose him for nothing. And they're like, what can we get for him? We're not trying to win this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, that That for, I mean, I shook my head like crazy because Pierre, when, when initially, when you guys got Levert in that deal, I was ecstatic. I was like, "Dude, good for you guys. You guys just got your KD. Basically, you know, you you got a guy who can come in and score twenty five, thirty a game if he's healthy. That's fantastic. Like that that's something that you guys need. You have Wall to facilitate. Like that's great. And with Christian Wood, I was like, that fits so well. And then when you yeah. traded him, and of course in the short term, of course that's a fine deal only because um he had what he had the medical issues he's having. Thank goodness yeah. he's gonna be all right with that. But it's yeah. So in the short mm-hmm. term, that helped you guys, I guess. But it's one of those things where I look at Indiana and going, well, congrats, guys. You guys got your potential star. And then Oladipo is a guy who's coming off injuries who has betrayed a lot, who has talent, we know. But it's like is one of those guys who has a, has a, lot, has a lot more questions sometimes than it seems like he has answers. So, yeah, that was a weird one. I, I, was, I remember when that happened, I was bummed for you. I was so <laughs> excited. I was like, oh, yes. Like At the very least, that was a one piece. I said, if you're going to trade Harden to them, you need to get Lavert back. I was like, that's all you need. I like, Levert and Allen, if you could. But you got Levert, and I was like, oh, great, dude. Wow, they did it. You know, <laughs> like, no, no worries, dude. Yeah. Uh, man, NBA, man, it's a fickle creature, dude. You never know what's going to go on.
0: You, hey, uh, you really never know. You really, really know. don't, man. So, and like I said, the deadline is on the 25th. Do I see us making a move? I do. If I had to guess who's getting traded, it pains me to say this, but I think P.J. Tucker will be the likeliest to go. And I've heard
1: he kind of wants to go. Like I don't think he's I don't think he's complaining a lot at this point, but I've heard mumbles. He's, being, doesn't he's
0: be being extremely professional, showing up, doing yeah. his job, which is what James Harden should have did from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. But people talk about P.J. Tucker, oh, like just in the Rockets groups that I'm in, oh, he doesn't score. Oh, how can you play 30 minutes and only put up four points? Those are the they guys don't. who are
1: not watching the games. <laughs> those guys who are not watching the games—they're watching the I- basketball watchers. Yeah, right. yeah. Those are the guys that are, yeah, they're watching the sports center and they're going, "Well, I don't know, man. Look at the stat line. It's like, dude, if you're—if you only, it, oh, dude, that's the most annoying thing. You can you can pick out who watches basketball games more. Right. That's the easiest way to do it. Is if you if they say to someone like, "Oh, this guy had an off game because his numbers were down. It's like, "Well, did you watch yeah. the game? Because that can be true for sure. But it's like, did you actually watch? Because he actually played great defense. You know, other guys stepped up. He was facilitating one moving the ball around. All these things where it's like, especially a guy like P.J. T- that's literally what he does. That's his, that's his whole NBA career is that. So to be like, oh, he's not scoring 20 a game. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> he, that's literally not what he does. But that's, you know.
0: I'm going to keep P.J. Tucker's career high because I don't even think he's ever scored 30 points in his career
1: no and, and that's the thing is that he's he's never needed to not once <laughs> if, if he has that's great if he hasn't no one's gonna look at P. Tucker's career and go he hasn't scored 30 what a, you know wow like what a loser you know what i mean like it's wild man see, some some of these takes man Did you guys see in the group yesterday some dude tried to say that uh that mellow ball was gonna be the best point guard of all time
0: oh yeah you know it's like, oh he's, like he's played
1: he started two nba games man you know what are we doing here, man? Like, come on. Dude, dude <laughs> that's one of those takes where it's like, I, I'm rooting for that kid so much. Of course, I think we all are. He's, he's an exciting player. He's a real fun dude to watch. He's already already so exciting. There's a lot of upside. He could be very great. For sure he could. The idea after two starts, you're going to say something wild like that is like, and then stick by it like, no, no, I'm, I'm calling it like I see it. It's like, no, you're actually just calling it. Don't yeah, ever say yeah. it, you're calling it like you see it if you've only yeah. seen two starts, you know? But right <laughs> now, it's wild. And, and let me,
2: let
1: let me, me throw this in. PJ
2: Tucker's uh, highest scoring game was 24 yeah. points back in 20 exactly.
1: Season.
0: Exactly.
1: A rocket. <laughs> Dude, that's perfect. And and you know what? And if and you know Matt, that's the exact. If you would have asked me what his career high was, I swear I would have been like 24. <laughs> you know, like he he only
0: 24 points one time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Dude. So if you're watching a game and you expect PJ Tucker to score.
1: Don't Don't. call yourself a Rockets fan. I
0: play (laughs) 2 K. Don't do that. When I play 2K with my Rockets, I don't score more than 12 with PJ Tucker, and that may be four threes.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and and that's just hoping. That's lucky.
0: Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, I think he's the likeliest to be moved. It'll be a contender. I would hate but, you know, I think it may. Also, I got to say so,
1: first of all, too, let's talk about MVP frontrunners. But before we do that, real quick, speaking of one. Isn't it crazy that Braun passed Wilt Chamberlain and makes? He's third all time now and just baskets made. That's dope. That's crazy. Like, that's a weird one That because Wilt is like such a like fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, like, a, like a guy who like played long ago enough or you see some film of him, but it's like he's such a like more of a fairy tale. You know what I mean? Like there's one of those guys. He's more it's more like a superhero than he is an actual NBA player or whatever. Um. So to see, yeah, see Braun do that. I mean, LeBron is just really good at basketball, dude. It is wild to see, even now, to see him put up the numbers. I mean, he's putting up MVP numbers right now. I mean, he's the front runner for me. I don't know about you guys. I mean, Matt, I'm assuming you would say that for sure and not be wrong. Yeah, no,
2: I just saw actually uh, a stat that when LeBron was on the Miami Heat, he's
1: actually averaging the same
2: numbers from when he played on the Heat.
0: Like the same exact numbers? That's crazy.
1: Yeah. uh, Dude, see, that's the thing. It's wild to see him do that. Like we've been saying, Anthony Davis has been playing a little off, and they have not skipped a beat. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: LeBron in the 2012-2013 season averaged 20, uh, the first 76 games averaged 26.8 points, eight rebounds, and 7.3 assists. This year he's averaging 23 games in, 26.9 points per game, 8.4 rebounds, and 8.2 assists.
1: That's crazy, man. I mean, he's he's 36 years old, his 18th year playing basketball. It's absolutely, absolutely crazy. I, I <laughs> yeah, but and that's the thing. I I kept seeing when you see the odds, you kept seeing like Luca was involved. Like I'm I love Luca, but if you're on a team, that's that bad. You can't be. It's like a Beale situation. You can't be MVP. You know, like you just can't. You need there needs to be some form of winning, even if you're just okay. You can't be bottom of the basement. You know. So Luca has got to be out for me at least for now, unless he does some crazy stuff going forward. But I think after LeBron, I don't know who else is really in that conversation right now of someone who's actually MVP. Because I mean, I, when I look at it, I, cause, I guess because I've seen Braun get t- get so many taken away from him, like everyone's saying right now, he's the front runner. But what I'm waiting for is the media to someone to go on a run in the second half of the season and someone to go, oh, you know, even though Bron's been consistent all the way through the season, someone's going to like snake it from him because. It's their first MVP, or it's the hot take to do when LeBron should have like ten MVPs by now.
0: You're not gonna like this, Riley, but Joel Embiid is is a is a candidate.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, that's you know is he, sure. I mean, I get eight. it. He, here's the thing: he's been playing great. I'd be lying if I said that. I don't like him. I do think he hasn't playing very well under Doc so far. Um and they've been playing great as a team, honestly, overall. But, yeah, that's that's upsetting, and I would hate to see it, dude. Especially over LeBron. Because right now, that's what it is. Anyone we're going to say right now, it's, it's we're looking at it over LeBron. and no, I'm, not, I just don't see it. Over LeBron, no. Durant really. can get there.
0: Yeah, Durant is a candidate. Well, what if what if the Wizards
2: turn it on, and they actually start winning games and make the playoffs, and Bradley
1: Beal keeps up what he's doing? Well, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. That, that's the narrative. That then becomes,
0: Man. oh hey. Of course, when, when, when we're done, Trevor Bauer is a Dodger.
1: You, dude, That's gross.
0: <laughs> Really?
1: It's not a Seattle Mariner. I don't.
0: That's
1: well, congrats, dude. That th- good for L.A. Like you guys need more positives. You know, positives in the sports world. We you just
2: know? stole them away from the Mets. My goodness, dude.
0: Yeah, Felipe. You know, when you listen to this, you were wrong, buddy. But back to basketball.
1: I was also not a Dodger fan, so it doesn't even matter.
0: It's okay, Riley. Kyle Lewis, we know
1: Kyle Lewis. Thank you, thanks, Pierre. Hey, that's all I need. That's all. That's all I was gonna say. Kyle Lewis, man. If he's not on your team, dude, your team's not very good. I'll tell you that. He's he's extremely good. But no, I need to see. Uh, but no, Matt, you're right. If if Beal if Beal did that, if, if they say they go and they finish around 500, you know, you know what I mean, like and scrape for like you know the sixth to eighth seed in the East. Then, yeah, I'm sure he'd get a lot of chatter about it. But that's the thing is that do you reward the dude who the team around him just got better and he's been doing, you know, averaging 34 is cool. But if you are on a team that's that bad, then it's not. But if, if they can win a few more games, then yeah, I'm sure the media would love to run with that as like a redemption story. But then it's like if LeBron is leading a team with similar numbers and probably better overall numbers against you know and they're the number one team in the in the west or top two three seed in the west Then i don't know how you give it to someone over brawn at that point but that's what's been happening so yeah it's tough man i feel bad for Braun only in the sense i don't feel bad for him he's he's doing fine but he definitely deserves some more mvps than what he has for sure
0: if lebron keeps his level of play up it's hard not to give it to him yeah despite what utah's doing despite what philly's doing hell despite what anybody's doing he to be 36 years old and doing it, that alone is why he should do it. And that's a lot for me to say because I'm not a Laker fan, but real recognizes real and Braun is like front runner to me,
1: yeah, for sure. I, I and Matt, I, I would assume you would agree with that, that he is a front runner for sure, just because it's Absolutely. not just because you're a Laker fan, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I think I think the rest of the season is gonna be really interesting to, to play out here because it's. Things are closer than like I think I think it was Charles Barkley. I hate to quote Charles Barkley here, but basically, that the outside of the top three teams, the Jazz, who are continue to go on a run, they've not lost since our last podcast. They, uh Utah and the two LA teams in the West. Everything's pretty murky. You know what I mean? Like there's not really anyone st- like standing out in that in that group yet. You know what I mean? There's little issues here and there, things going on in the East. It's similar. There's like what like uh, Boston's doing great philly the nets and then after that it gets a little murky after that it's like so th- like the top teams are clear but then even in the west things are pretty murky so yeah I just, i'm really excited to see this i'm um, as opposed to like the bubble and things where we kind of newer teams we're at it's good to see some things some, some question marks you know what i mean
0: definitely and you know going forward as the season progress we we will start to see MVP candidates, uh, Rookie of the Year candidates, trust and believe. We will have all of that. I know I missed the conversation last year, but I won't miss it this year. And I wish we had a big game to talk about because the Lakers are playing the Pistons. and they. Well, that game. is a big
1: game. For the Lakers, that is a big game.
0: It should be. Because me they game just game.
1: lost to those cats. So.
0: They, you're absolutely right.
1: They did, which is which is wild, Matt. We 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 kind of let you live on that one. It happened right that night of the. Because remember at the, I think I said during the, the break where during at the end of the podcast, like, well, hey, that's a you know they're gonna run through those guys, and you guys let me down. So, you guys better beat them this time. You know, I'm sorry we let you down. It's all right.
2: Man. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Guys, this has been great today, and hopefully we get more news on the All Star Weekend. Like we said, we don't know if it's the full weekend or just the game. But honestly, you can't have the game without the festivities, so I expect it to go down. You know, I've seen people on Twitter talking about, oh, are they going to let fans in? And <laughs> we don't know. But we will have those questions answered soon. As always, y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to head over to the website tssaw.com or come over to Facebook, SSAW Group, and chop it up with us listen uh well not listen but look at the outrageous takes that you'll be seeing not for months but yeah. in the group you know certain lamello but I'm surprised nobody didn't say taco fall was the goat but yeah. it's coming and yeah, at this time I we want to send that, prayers out right <laughs> it will be coming at this time we want to send prayers out to lasita uh, his wife reported to us that he was in the hospital and we are praying and we hope that you get well soon man
1: Definitely, definitely. You know note, yeah, man. he needs to be. He needs to be all good.
0: Absolutely. And we are praying. Get well soon. Can't wait to have you back talking sports with us. And you know on that note, we out of here, y'all. Later. <laughs>